It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo, Yo, Moo Cow Ridge. Still bringing the bull every week. <laughs> we, we missed you, Cal. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? No, you guys held down the fort. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to the the Jenko jeans coming back. That was uh, my takeaway yeah. from, from this podcast. Did you ever wear a pair? Oh, yeah, for I, sure. Yeah, I knew Cow had. Yeah. No, they're great because you can fit like a whole two liter of soda in the pocket. That's true. It's a great feature. <laughs> Drew, did you ever rock some Jenkos? No, I did not. Yeah, me neither. I wasn't a skater, though. Well, you didn't have to be a skater. Those were skater jeans. Cow, you were kind of a skater, weren't you? No. You what? Have to put labels on things, though. Oh. You were. I just enjoyed them. You had to, there was one other you had to brand. skate and smoke, smoke pot to wear those. Yeah, it didn't really do either of those. <laughs> what, what was the other brand that was Stussy? That was another one. I don't know. You guys remember that one? No, I don't know that one. No. It was like ST with U with the two periods above it. SSY. <laughs> Then there was uh, what, Massimo. Do you remember Massimo? Yeah, Massimo. Yeah. That's still sold, I think. I think Massimo's still around. <laughs> Re- reinvented, of course, for the 21st century. Withstood the test of time. Right. Yikes. Uh, man, I was thinking about this, and I saw this meme the other day, and it was like, I remember the days before, like when me and my friends actually used to hang out, like in person, and it was kind of like some along those lines. It was a lot wittier and more creative than that, of course. But you got like Kyle, you have kids. Um, <coughs> obviously, they're not really, I guess, old enough to have friends, but not necessarily. Like your, it's your not like the friends like you seven. hang out with all, all the time. Right, yeah. yeah it's, exactly. it's not like teenager style, right? Right. Yeah. right. But man, like even... So... I just don't see a lot of kids playing outside. Ever. And... Like even, man, I was just in, I was just in Arizona. The weather's nice. It's beautiful. You don't, you don't see kids like playing outside. You just don't. It's yeah. weird, man. Like how they used to. I mean, kids still skateboard and stuff, like of course, but I don't know. Do you guys? Are you guys seeing the same thing? I know we've talked about this before, but I thought maybe with COVID, a year after everybody being just like fuck, you know, inside all the time, they'd be itching to get out, which I will get to in a minute. But what do you guys think? Kids around here are playing outside, at least in our neighborhood. Yeah, we got playgrounds that are full of kids all the time it's uh the one thing they don't do so much although i do see it is i don't see as much kids like running around without any parental supervision like they did when we were little well yeah 
Like you just run around like a dumbass, which probably wasn't that safe. But you know, <laughs> here we are. Oh, uh, right. But but you guys are talking about. <clears throat> are you guys talking about kids that require parental supervision? Or are you talking about kids that are old enough to like? You know, I'm gonna ride my bike to my friend's house, or I'm gonna ride my bike to you know whatever. Yeah, we got those kids around riding bikes or playing basketball or you know whatever whatever kids do these days. What do kids Still do thing here. these days? That makes me happy. I mean, that's great. Must just be a Chicago thing, though. No, it's no because I see <laughs> when you're talking little kids, I see that all the time. You know, I just feel like that. <clears throat> That entrepreneurial get up and go and go just like ring your friend's doorbell and let's go find somewhere to play is gone. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But like, that's all I'm trying to say is like those kids that are old enough to kind of go play by themselves and, and, and whatever, are they just stuck in the house playing video games all the time? I think it's a little different though. So today, right, if, if I, if I was, young enough that, that, that I, that's what I was doing, I wouldn't just show up at somebody's house and text them or something. Huh? Right? We'd yeah. figure out what we're going to do, and we go do it. So you don't see people running around like idiots as much. They're actually just doing stuff. Does that right. make sense? I feel like half of my childhood was spent going to and from places on my bike or whatever um, instead of actually doing stuff. Well, yeah. Now you skip that part. You just go straight to the doing stuff part. I'm going to meet you here. Oh, okay, cool. I'm there. I guess. That was part of the fun, too. They might be able to come outside and play. They might not. Are we going to have five to to run a team for basketball? You know I mean? I don't know. I feel like things are, yeah, it was actually, (laughs) but I think like, I think like things are just, everything's so organized now. Like I play sports when my league plays sports. I, you know, what, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Probably depends where you are. Yeah. There's always a basketball game on the court, just down the block from us. Like always. Yeah. And you live in a college town, right? Yeah. I mean, not close to the college but there is college here i got you out in the burbs yeah anyway all right that's all i had for that <laughs> i don't even know if the hell spurred it but well so you mentioned arizona how yeah. was your how was your first trip in how was it forever uh well look at it was awesome until i got on the plane to come back and uh i obviously i don't know if i have covid or if i have just allergies at this point (laughs) but my taste and smell are gone um but i know like it was really bad over there for allergies like other people were saying the same thing and uh in 2017 uh right right before the launch of patina not not too long before that, uh, something similar like this has happened to me when my allergies got really bad, where I lost my taste and smell for three weeks. So I'm not that concerned. Um, I still have my appetite. I don't, I'm not really like there's. I'm not fatigued. I'm not, you know, thank God, no trouble breathing at this point. So 
Uh, it just feels like real centered in my nose, you know. So that's what allergies feel like. So as long as it's that, that trip was an absolute success. If it's COVID and I survive, it's a B minus, you know. <laughs> what if it's COVID and you don't survive? Then it was, you know, obviously a very poor judgment on my end, and like a uh, C plus. Decide to <laughs> then then the ultimate price needs to be paid, I guess. You know, I don't know one of you guys is going to need to take over Patina. So, oh, you're doomed then. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Well, it can't be much worse than now. Uh, no, that look. <clears throat> it was. First of all, Finash is unbelievable. Okay, uh, the way those guys just uh, set up the whole event, the way they promoted it, the way—I mean, dude, it was packed. I mean, it was packed. And so, that was really cool, man. For especially like uh, to to build an event, you know, their their Finash Bash around uh, a smaller brand like mine was a big vote of confidence and, and, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, it took a lot of faith on their part. Right. But people showed up in, into the, into the credit of the, of the customers of finance and all that. And people showed up and had a great time and bought cigars and, you know, beverages, <laughs> cigars and, and beverages. Uh, they had fun. What's that? You have a patina beverage. I, I did no no so Rudy eight oh eight Rudy knows that I so I haven't had regular Coke in like not the, the beverage Coca Cola uh, um, <laughs> explains explains the nose problem yeah yeah and, and, and so it's not allergies it's just the <laughs> so I haven't had regular Coke with sugar or anything in a long time and but Rudy knew that I love Coke in a bottle like uh, you know. Mexican from, Coke. I, Mexican, yeah, Mexican Coke. And so dude, dude brought, uh, a, like, a few bottles, you know, to, uh, to nice. find Ash for the event. So, you know, I had to partake. And uh, that, that Coke with, uh, with a Habano or a Maduro is just, I can't even describe how enjoyable that was. So thank you, Rudy. That was awesome. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, man. So it was good. Good good to see people again. Um, yeah. I mean, look, you experience the the whole gamut, right? Like the things you remember that you love about being on the road, and then the things where you're just like, oh yeah, I remember fucking hating that. But uh, (laughs) came quick. What's that? That came back pretty quick. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Look, it, man. It. (coughs) It's. What would I say? Like the airlines, the hotels, they're doing everything they can to keep things as as safe as possible. Right. Um, So from that end, you felt pretty good. But, you know, the reality is, man, for a lot of cigar shops, um, you know, COVID is just something that, you know, you deal with versus uh, fear. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And right or wrong or however you feel about that or where on the spectrum you lie. Uh, that's just the reality of, of cigar shops right now. And, you know, part of that is, is for the need to be able to survive. Okay. Uh, one of the common themes that I heard was, 
you know, how are we going to be able to get consumers to um, come back from being used to clicking and buying? Right? Yeah. It's real easy to buy cigars. Mm-hmm. It's real easy to buy everything. Going in stores just seems like a lot of work. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I had to blow my nose. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man. So, like, you heard that a lot. And so when you look at it from that lens, <clears throat> it's easy as like from the outside to say, man, why are these guys open? They need to figure something out, whatever. People are going to get sick. And when you look at it from that lens, you're kind of like, well, shit, man, I, you know, look, I understand it. And, and if there are people that are willing to take that risk, then, then you're providing them with a, with a venue. Right. So I, I don't know. I don't think there is a right answer. But I think it should be up to the individual to answer that for him or herself. So, um, yeah, that's it. In Arizona, they have it. Like, if you want to wear masks, you can. If you don't want to, you don't have to, pretty much. Um, I chose to, for the most part, except when I was at the event. Um, so, yeah. did, did some new people try patina? Yeah, I'm going to get to that in a minute, you motherfucker. <laughs> uh, so, uh, <laughs> cow. What? No, I'm just, uh, so, I'm just curious if the event was successful is all. So we had two events. One was much more successful than the other. Um, we able, was able to open up a new account uh, as well. Um, so, you know, successful trip overall. Look, man, success breeds success. When shops see, oh, this guy's doing you know well with it, this guy's doing well with it, they want to jump on the train, right? So that's really what it comes down to. And, and as long as you could service customers <laughs> the right way. <laughs> and, uh, you know how to do that. Uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Socially but, distanced. Right. No, not even. Um, so, uh, <laughs> right up on them. Yeah, intimately. But. No, I think, man, if, you know, the, the formula holds true, you know, have, have consistency in your product, have consistent availability of inventory and, you know, support it. You know, if something goes wrong, something always goes wrong. You're there to support them. When things go right, you're there to hype them. And, you know, that's all you can do. So, so the other thing was, uh, Man, I'd be, I'd be like, this was at the financial event. I'd be standing, just standing, talking to somebody. And I'd randomly have somebody come stand in front of me and take a selfie of themselves with a patina. So the first time it happens, you know, no big deal. You don't think twice about it. Uh, second time it happens, you're like, okay, is this like, maybe, maybe this is something that they, that their customers do, right? If, if like, there's somebody from the brand at an event. They go to see who could take, you know, pictures in front of them or something like that. Yeah, right? it's just an Arizona thing. Right. So I felt, you know, I'm like, okay, what am I like the Chicago Bean or something like that? You know, people are trying to take a picture in front of me. So um, then it happens again and again. And so towards the end of the night, uh, Rudy, Rudy, and, and Brandon, uh, cigar mechanic, who's the, the rep for Patina in Arizona. They bring me outside and they do an announcement. So Mukau had bought a box <laughs> of of patina to give away.
for anybody for the best selfie taken with uh, by a person with their mouth over the cigar, with their and, lips and Mo in the background and me in the background. Nice. So that that was hilarious. That was a huge hit. So thank you, Cal. That that was absolutely awesome. Uh, definitely caught me by surprise. I like I had no idea except that I thought it was really weird that people kept taking pictures near me. But not like with me, <laughs> just near me, <laughs> like like I was like a, like a leper or something. So uh, <laughs> you got to socially distance it, right? Yeah. So um, so my question to you then is, what happened from your perspective, and how did you get this all set up? Because it was hilarious. No, I mean, I just <laughs> I messaged Rudy the day of the thing, and I said, "Dude, I kind of want to fuck with Mo in like a." you know, a nice, everyone's happy way, not like a dick way. What should we do? <laughs> and then we just messaged back and forth and, and landed on that idea. And he was like, you want me to just buy a fiver? And I was like, no, we're, we're going big. We're, we're going to make people actually do this. Um, so, yeah, that was it. It was really simple. And then he did all the work. And then I just laughed my ass off when I saw pictures showing up on Instagram with you in the background and people in their <laughs> closed mouth selfies. Um so mostly I just amuse myself, which is the goal of my life. But I'm sure I feel like that should be more of a thing is fucking with people at events in ways that like they, they wouldn't guess. Mm-hmm. No, that, that, that's brilliant. I mean, that, that's in, in luck. Now I want to say thank you. Marty Pave came out, drove all the way up from Tucson, you know, to Glendale. So thank you. Did he get uh, his return? It was great around? to see him. Well, look, he <laughs> he was worried because I wasn't vaccinated uh, that you know there might be there might be some issues. So we decided to play it safe. So we did a Zoom call reach around from different ends of the of the of the cigar bar. Did you actually call each other on Zoom from the same room? No, because that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> that would be hilarious. But, uh, no, but, you know, it was, it was great to have him out there, man. And it seemed like he had a good time and, uh, um, yeah, it was good, man. Sounds like a good trip. It was, it was, like I said, though, the, uh, the flight home was, was brutal. Fair enough. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. What else, guys? What's going on with you guys? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Drew, I, I got a question for you. Okay. Oh so, you, despite our harassment, you still haven't made a, a Drew with a sign post oh, in a long time. I almost so, did today. And did then... you? I was going to ask you if you were going to make a post or hold a sign today, what would it say today? Um, let me see. I've got my sign, my sign folder here. Oh, I was going to do the, uh, cigar day keeps COVID away. That's the one I wanted to, wanted to do. That's back from, uh, what, what one of our episodes and, um, sorry, I'm not going to remember who it was, but somebody was actually going to make that sign, uh, New York sign guy. Oh, uh, uh, Yogi. Yogi, yes. Yep. <laughs> nice. 
tell you, I, I'm going to blame it on him. When when he uh, when he sends me that sign, <laughs> I will uh, I'll start back. You couldn't possibly make a sign out of cardboard again. <laughs> I could. I just just have <laughs> All right, it. Yogi, we're counting on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, Fair I need enough. to. I just haven't. I'm fucking lazy. I like how you say you're lazy, but you like work out consistently and are not what I would consider lazy. It's just funny how, how different people consider laziness differently. Yeah, I'm lazy because I haven't done a sign. It it literally takes five minutes, maybe less. I don't know. I need to do it. I I seriously was looking at my that folder of my stuff today, and I was like, what do I, uh, I need to do one. And then I didn't. <laughs> You know what I did instead of making signs? I smoked cigars tonight. Oh, what'd you smoke? Um, Opus. I posted it. Yeah. Hanging out, getting ready for the podcast. I hadn't had an Opus in a long time. I didn't know uh, what I was missing out on. So it must have been aged. It was aged, definitely. That's the, the fucking ticket. It is. Yeah, it was good. Super smooth. Right before dinner. That's awesome. It's good. All right, I got a topic for us. Let's switch it over. Do it. We got to have a cigar topic. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that that like features you can add to a cigar to make it more visually interesting mm-hmm. or more interesting in one way or another, right? Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is I want to go through some of the different things that that manufacturers do with a cigar, and I'm curious what you guys think of each of these things, right? These different features, and it'll make sense in a minute. So let's start with closed foot. What do you think about closed foot cigars? Is that a good thing or a bad thing for you? I like it. I like it. Any particular reason or just it's fun? I don't know. It's just a nice touch. I don't know. It's just it's different. Kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I remember HR used to do though. I don't know if they still do. But HR used to do that on the you know the HR red labels. It was a nice touch. The thing that I always do with a closed foot. And I, I know I'm about to do it, and I do it anyways. I always take a like a cold draw of a cigar to see if the draw is going to be any good before I like yeah after I cut it and before I light it. And I invariably do this with a closed foot cigar, even <laughs> though I know damn well that there's not going to be any air. God, the draw, the draw shit on this. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I got to cut deeper. Oh wait, <laughs> nope. All right. What about the shaggy foot where they've got? Uh, you know, some of the wrapper isn't quite down to the end. I dig that. I was about to say that, but I figured you had that one coming, so. It's fair. Do you want do you want a why or whatever? I, I can make if something. If you want. I can make something up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to make it up. Okay. Well, then I don't If really, you just like it, wait. you can just like it. I just like it. I think it depends how it's done. 
How can it be bad? Mm-hmm. That I mean, that sounded worse wild. than I meant. That's just like what, like what what makes it bad? I guess. I don't know. Just it fits on some cigars where you could do it and it looks cool, and then on others it just doesn't. I don't know how to explain it. I'm talking from an aesthetic perspective. So if it's taste of if it's tastefully done, it's pretty cool. Like I think like Pete Johnson did it on the Jackal that he did for Casa in Chicago. It looks really good on that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think there gets to be a point where you've got sort of too much, like it's too long. That that gets <laughs> weird. That is not what she said. <laughs> All right. Moving right along. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about like decorative caps, like a pigtail or fantail kind of a cap? Hell yeah. Give it to me. I like a, I like a pigtail. I, I don't know what else. What a, a fantail. Oh, I know what you're saying. Like on a Liga Pravada. Yeah, potentially. Or like I think the, the Goldie has that mm-hmm. thing, if I'm thinking about it right. Yeah. Yeah, I like those. Those are cool. Yeah, it's funny because they don't—they don't actually add much to your experience after that, after that cut. Uh, no. But they look cool. <laughs> they do look cool. I'm with you. They... Yeah, sometimes it's uh, you know, just a nice little touch. That little piece of flair. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, what about uh, cigars that have, like, art on them, right? It's like those LFD, Salomon, Unicos, and similar kinds of things. It's like a picture of something. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You don't? Yeah, I do. I could appreciate the art. I definitely appreciate the skill, um, but that doesn't make me want to... In fact, it would probably make me want to smoke it less because I wouldn't want to fuck it up. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of those. Yeah, same here. I, I mean, I I like them. I think they look cool as hell, especially they can do cool shit with cigars, right? With tobacco. Would you consider but, uh, the Hot Ticket Podcast dongers one of those? No. I mean, they're cool, but I don't think they're they're not like artistic, right? Okay, it's just a band. Uh, yeah, it's just that a band is, made of that tobacco. Is tobacco. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't have like a picture on it or anything. No. Or like uh, geometric figures or the kinds of shit that you see sometimes. Because so I dig. Those are just uh, hard to smoke. Well, I was gonna say I dig their band because uh, you can smoke through it without being judged. That's true. <laughs> Not that I smoke through bands at any time, anyways. But but I he says so nobody goes after him. (laughs) I need to do it once. I next cigar I smoke, smoking right through the band. Oof! Right. I can't imagine that's good for you. Oh no, it can't be at all. But I'm 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 doing it. Fair enough. I need to find a. I'll look forward to your I need, report. I need a band suggestion. So a cigar suggestion. That uh, what's a good band to smoke through? Are there good bands to smoke through? <laughs> Somebody's got to have a preference, right? 
maybe they can tell you. I think you should smoke one of those ones where the cigar is almost entirely covered in a band, like a Psycho 7. (laughs) I think I I have one. I think I have one of those, if that's the (laughs) census. Just smoking paper the whole time. The whole way. Are you kidding me? Drew Drew just is going to start wrapping his cigars in $100 bills and smoking them. Man, I wish I could. I mean, you could for some number of them. If I physically had $100 bills to be able to do that, I would. (laughs) No, I probably still wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) That would be cool sometime, wouldn't it? Just be like... I think so. If I had a burn a Benjamin. Yeah. I don't even want to do that with with $1. (laughs) 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 You think a... A Benji tastes better than a, uh, who's on the one? <laughs> George no, Washington. I should be used to this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why does my cigar taste like a stripper's ass? Oh, yeah, you got to be careful with that. All the shit that paper money has touched that yeah. they find on there? Yeah, I don't. I'm not smoking that. Trace amounts of drugs and anything else on there. It's fucked up. <clears throat> All right. What about uh, weird Vitolas, like a shark or a flying pig or weird shit that, that you know, not totally out there, but a little weird? Not, <clears throat> the only one that I could think of where I really like once is uh, like that Diadema or Salamone. You know, yeah, I like, I those like ones those. A lot. Pretty cool. BBMF. Salomon's eyes, yeah. Other than that, yeah, I'm not into the funky sizes and stuff or weird shapes. Just want it to be a cigar? Yeah. Fair enough. And I really haven't noticed a whole heck of a lot of change either. Not to be worth the price that they've spent to charge you for the ridiculous rolling of some of those. Yeah. At that point, you're just paying for the experience of looking at it while yeah. you smoke it, right? Yeah. Fair enough. All right, last one on my list, for today at least, uh, box press. You know what? Since you bring that up, I haven't seen a ton of box press in the recent times. Like, uh, what, five years ago? There used to be a ton of box press stuff. Yeah. Yeah, when we did Max Press, it, like box press were huge. Yeah. I'm I'm still a fan. Um Yeah, I don't know. Other I mean, I, yeah. I still like box press stuff. Is that a fad that's just gone now? There's still a pretty reasonable amount out there. Is there? Yeah. Yes, I get new box press cigars every now and then for the blind reviews and for stuff I buy, but it's not. I agree with you. It it had like a peak a little yeah. while back. Yeah, and it's it's not as much as it used to be now. Yeah, but it's still definitely out there. I mean, as long as you got Padron, box press ain't going nowhere. Man, I had a Padron three two thousand. 2000 Maduro over the weekend or Friday night, Mm -hmm. Friday night. 
Man. So, uh, quick backstory. Sorry, Cal. Um, no, do it. That's great. Met up with Big Jim, Mo. Went to went to dinner with Big Jim, and there's this new cigar bar that opened up. So we were like, let's go check it out. Um, it's advertised as having the largest selection of cigars. I'm not sure if it said Tulsa or the state, Oklahoma. Um, definitely not the case. Uh, um, they had more empty boxes than any other cigar <laughs> uh, shop in the state. But um, so anyways, the, I got a Padron 2000. He got a 8,000. And uh, yeah, so we sat down and smoked those. Atmosphere's weird. I know it's new. We were there. Uh, opening night was Thursday night. Actual opening was Friday, and we were there for that with about, um, I don't know, call it 15 other people in there. They're not going to make it. I hate to say that. They they will probably, but. What was this? That's a new cigar bar that opened. Oh, where at? Here in Tulsa. Oh. In, in like, Tulsa proper? Or? Yeah. Hmm. But it's, you don't think they'll make it? Man, it's like a, it's like the other one that we used to go to. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's going to only make it because of their alcohol. Oh, sure. If they make it, it's only going to make it before that or because of that. But That's all you need sometimes. But talking, talking with Big Jim about it and stuff, he's like, and I told him, I was like, this you're you're not going to see like cigar guys in there. <laughs> it's going to be drinkers that are like, "Oh, a cigar." Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cigar bars can go one of two ways depending on the people running it and the owners. Really, they set the tone. You know, is it going to be uh a cigar a cigar store that has alcohol or is it going to be an, you know, a bar that has cigars? Mm -hmm. Music was too loud. I mean, we're sitting around a little round table. We couldn't hear the, across the table. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I mean, it was, it was big, open, echoey kind of, but not bad. I mean, filtration was great. Service was weird. It was opening night and we never even saw the owners. It just wasn't a great first impression. On top of somebody needs to handle their media better. <laughs> What's the place called? Um, I don't know. Oh, Ash, well. Ash something? Ashbox, maybe? Ooh. Ash? I, I honestly don't know. Ash something. Ashbox. Ash, Sash, or Trash? It was... Yeah. It just wasn't my deal. It wasn't my uh, place. We had a cigar and left, but given their selection, not that it was a bad thing, but I had to go with the uh, Patron. How'd you like it? Damn good. Yeah, man. Those are always good. Those things are, they, they punch way above their price point. 
Oh yeah, thousand series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was definitely happy with that. Legit. So speaking of lounges, here's a here's a topic for you. I'm curious on your thoughts on it too. So a little while back, uh, like so, the pandemic started, right? And Zoom mm-hmm. Zoom herfs were like the thing. Yeah. So I was joining Zoom herfs all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then at some point, they just kind of stopped doing it for me. I didn't want to do them anymore, so I kind of just stopped. But I wasn't really sure why. It just didn't quite work out for me. I was like, that's enough. Um, and once I joined some of these clubhouse rooms about cigars, I sort of figured out why I didn't dig the Zoom herfs anymore. So okay. before I go into why, why it is for me, what do you guys think about Zoom herps and that kind of thing. Like, what are your likes and dislikes about this? It depends, man. Some some people did it better than others. I don't know. You know. Well, well, okay. Well, why didn't you like the clubhouse? Let me ask you that. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not that I didn't necessarily like the the whole thing. It's so here's here's the way that I think about it, right? If you walk into your local cigar lounge and they have all their chairs in one smoking space set up in a circle, right? And those are the only places you can sit. It's either with everybody or it's with nobody. Right? You're either you're either in there with every single person whether you enjoy that person or not or you're not smoking there. Would that be okay. fun? That's how this place is. Right? right, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so the problem is that like any number of people that you don't like actively enjoy just fucks the whole thing up. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. So like at a cigar lounge or out with people, the big difference for me, and I think finally put my finger on this, is that I can, you know, you break up into a little group, you talk to some people, you talk to the people that you enjoy, you get to know some other people, but like there's always that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's that one guy in the lounge where you're like I, I don't want to talk to you and that guy talks a lot <laughs> and that guy yeah. talks a lot on zoom or whatever you're on right mm-hmm. you're just like shut the fuck up um, <laughs> you, you can't do anything about it there though does that make sense yeah, like, you're, I, I want to go and have a good time I don't want to be stuck right. listening to some schmuck who I don't yeah. want to listen to I think that's a really good point yeah, I guess I never really thought about it that way. I, I just I just remember like people would ask me to go on and kind of be like the guest of a Zoom session and then I would do like three minutes of talking and the rest of the time other people would like just talk about themselves. Which, <laughs> right. is, which hey dude, listen, if we're going to hang out, that's fine. But I was looking forward to an opportunity to try to, like, you know, talk about the cigars. <laughs> no, no, whatever. Or, like, there's there's that group that knows each other really well. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. there's those few people that don't. And it feels totally exclusive. Yeah. It's just hard to get the social dynamic right in a situation like that. And that's the same thing that I, I ran into in Clubhouse at least for me personally, right? There are people that I absolutely want to listen to there and talk to there and enjoy and interact with. 
And then there's everybody else. What's what's Clubhouse? Oh man, we talked about this. It's a social media app. Oh yeah. Where it's all audio. You talk to each other. Like you get in a room and you can talk. Yeah. Um so it's similar to a Zoom, but just like what uh, we're doing a, now. A little bit different controls. Yeah, like right now. <laughs> Except you can there's somebody who's like essentially moderating the room and you can pick who's talking and who's not, like who's allowed to talk and who's oh, not. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> so that works, except you know, when you're smoking cigars and talking about cigars, people want to be inclusive, which you, sure. know, you don't fault them for that. It just doesn't work digitally as well as you would want it to. Yeah. Cause like even Instagram or Facebook, like you just scroll past the thing you don't care about. It doesn't take up your time. Right. So I don't know. That struck me as really interesting. And, yeah, never... It also struck me that I'm kind of a dick. Uh... <laughs> I don't think any welcome to listening the... is less of a dick because they all understand it. Welcome to the club, cow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. I get it. I just thought that was a... It, it, it's one more reason to get back into a lounge at some point. right? You can talk to the people you actually want to talk to. Most of the time, <laughs> yeah. you get cornered by that one person. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. most awkward thing is is when somebody that you're not enjoying talking to just wants to keep talking. That must happen more at events, right? It does, but not always. What I never, what I never was a big fan of was you would go in to visit a, you know, a shop. Then <clears throat> one that you're not necessarily in yet, right? So you're you're trying to get into said shop, and, and like the people in the shop don't allow you, like to actually sit with the owner or manager or whatever and, and talk to them. If that makes sense. Right. Like they're all hanging out with that person. Like they keep like butting into the conversation, Mm. you know, like they'll overhear you say something or overhear the owner say something and they'll like comment on it repeatedly. Now, if, if the owner or manager says, hey, this is so-and-so, and he's kind of a thought leader in the store, we're going to have him sit with us, that's different. Right? Like, you can respect that. Except he's not going to call anybody a thought leader because nobody does that. But I get you. Well, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, if people are, like, butting into the camera, it's like you, you see, like, people trying to, you know, Obviously, like, we're not there on a social visit, right? Like, you should give people, like, that respect, man. Like, you know, I don't know. Whatever. It's like you walk into somebody's office and they're on the phone and you just join the conversation. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) No, that deadline's not aggressive enough. I need a faster one. Fuck are you? 
<laughs> get out of my get out of my office. Uh, all right, Judge Drew. No, oh, great. Yes, <laughs> this is one of my favorite parts. What do you got? So they they recently discovered that a hospital employee in Italy did not show up for work for 15 years. Have you heard this story? No. Awesome. But but got paid the whole time. So 15 years ago, this guy threatened his manager uh, into not putting in a report about his absenteeism, and the manager left the job. After that manager left, nobody noticed that this person was on the payroll for 15 years. <laughs> so uh, he's, he's probably going to have to pay most of that money back for fraud. But aside from that, how do you judge the guy who got himself into this situation? That's like, I mean, if it's kind of on accident, that's pretty sweet. But you, you really think he'll have to pay it back? I mean, they they paid him money. Yeah, they're they're apparently getting him on on some kind of fraud charges. It wasn't. Uh, it's not going to be good for him because it's not really his fault, though. Well, it is because well, they're getting him on some other charges too okay. because he he originally threatened that first manager. Yeah, that, I don't think that's right. Yeah, after that, you know. Yeah, whatever. after that, um, it's on them. <laughs> but. That's like the dream job. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty awesome. He shouldn't have been I'll, a dick the first time, but that's pretty awesome when your uh, manager leaves and is like, oh, yeah, this extra guy that's just on the payroll. <laughs> <laughs> How long would you ride that out before you actually like got worried that they'd notice? Oh, geez. It wouldn't be that long. 15 years? Holy cow. <laughs> Look, if I didn't if I didn't threaten the the boss and it just happened. Uh let's say I uh like I quit. I put my notice in and I quit and they just kept paying me. Uh, maybe I might ride it. <laughs> <laughs> I might just see how long it goes. Get another job and see how long it goes. Come on, no, you wouldn't. God, I think I might. No, I yeah, I might be that guy. <laughs> would, would you not. like save the money? Or what are you gonna say? Or something? Or like, what would you? What would you do? Oh yeah, yeah, I'd do something with it. If you if you've got an, another, like I said, the situation is I quit, I gave my notice, I found another job, whatever, and I keep getting paid from the previous job after that. What are you, what are you gonna call them and go, hey? You guys are still paying me. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Who do you even call to the, hey, I got an extra paycheck. <laughs> um, HR, typically. Well, I think I'll just let it ride. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, really don't think, I, don't, I don't think you would. I, I wouldn't know who to call. That's weird. And I'd be like, I look, I think I think I'd let it go a, a couple of paychecks before maybe. Cuz look, I I don't know what, what are you paying out my PTO cuz I've I've done that in the past with jobs where they I get a PTO check, I get like a final check and then because I worked a funky week I'll get like another I mean, it can go a freaking month after before you're like done. <laughs> 15 years later, there's I wouldn't, yeah, you in the yeah. courtroom. I don't know about 15 hey, what years. I thought they were paying off PTO, man. <laughs> 
No, I wouldn't yeah, use that. I, ex- I, yeah, there, there's a, a limit to that, though. I right. think I think he got he got caught on other stuff because he threatened somebody. But I think if they would if if he wouldn't have threatened somebody, if he would have just like quit and went on, and they kept paying him, is that fraud? That I don't know at that point. I mean, I gave my notice and all, and you're just sending me money. <laughs> <laughs> That's on you. Yeah. Fix your accounting. Yeah, you you need a better accountant, especially for 15 years. Holy crap. What other shadiness is going on there? There's literally a, an employee that hasn't shown up for 15 years that you've been paying. There's got to be other they problems. Call, they, they just call that ghost payroll. Where's where's this extra? Uh, what was he? Uh, uh, Fifty, sixty thousand a year going. <laughs> What's going to this guy? Like, if, if somebody were smart, they would have kept him on the books and just paid themselves. Yeah, but they were they were actually paying this guy. Yeah, that's where they fucked up. How they? Uh, how <laughs> so they you're saying the person who noticed should have just diverted it to themselves? Correct. Because <laughs> what's this guy gonna say? Yes. Yeah. And, spl- and offer to split it with them. <laughs> yeah. You know. How do they? Um, does it say how and they if actually? If you want to be them? a dishonest prick, I'm just saying in the same vein of being a dishonest fuck. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. want to continue being a dishonest fuck, that's how you should do it. There's a lot of ways to make money if you want to be a dishonest fuck. Really? How? <laughs> I mean, any number of crimes. So, uh, did how did um, how they finally catch up? Did it say? No, I'm not sure. I'll see if I can find that. I was just curious how it finally like they got some new management in and it's like, who's this guy that never shows up? <laughs> right. We need to call him. Probably in the same way. Fire him. Oh, he's been he hasn't shown up for 15 years, and we've been paying him. How'd they find out after 15 years that he had threatened the manager that left? I don't know. There's more questions now. Maybe he admitted to it after they, uh, he was thinking of getting the manager in trouble. And then uh, they're like, (laughs) yeah. And then he realized, oh, wait, I really shouldn't be saying anything. Yeah. (laughs) Whoops. You just incriminated yourself. Hmm. Uh, apparently it was in, discovered as part of a wider investigation into absenteeism by government employees. Oh, wow. So this is a big problem, apparently. Hmm. So the, the better question here <laughs> is, what do you guys think he did with 15 years worth of a paycheck? Turns turns out to be about six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. By the way, holy shit! See, the smart thing again would be get another job and get two incomes and start investing that shit, <laughs> and then you have like a million dollars made off of their six hundred and fifty that you got to pay back to them. <laughs> you still made it, and you still made money, but I guarantee you, he blew it on stupid shit. And he's probably broke still. And really broke now. 
You got to be smart with your money, people. Be smart with your money. Invest that extra paycheck they're giving you. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of the the story of the, the software developer who outsourced his job completely and totally to, I think it was some guy in India, for like way less money. <laughs> so this other guy was doing his job and he was collecting like, what, two thirds of his salary for doing literally nothing. That's just delegation, though. That's just smart. <laughs> it would be if it wasn't a like a violation of his contract to have given access to the system. Well, yeah, that's the problem. But besides that, <laughs> yeah, that's just yeah, being a middleman. Fun world we live in. Hmm. Hmm. Creative people. <laughs> Talk about lazy people. Yeah, that too. Yeah, nobody really wants to work anymore. Nope. What's the deal with that? I don't well, know. Look, I don't want to work, but I like things and doing things and being able to hang out with people. I mean, that all takes money. Yeah, and he got it without working. That is true. I think... So I was thinking about this the other day. People are saying, oh, people would rather stay home and collect unemployment. There's so many, like, you know, McDonald's is having a tough time finding people. Home Depot's having a tough time finding people. Nobody wants to work anymore. I don't think that's... I mean, let's step back for a second here. People don't want to work or they don't want to work shit like that. And, you know, there's a difference, right? Now, yeah. you know, the, the goal is to try to put yourself in a position always where you could find a, a decent amount, you know, a decent type of employment that could allow you to, to live, right? And so... I don't know, man. I, you know, that'd be my advice if we have any any young younger listeners or whatever, man. Just like, you know, don't don't chase quick quick money or whatever. Like, put the time in to make yourself marketable over the long term, so you don't have to settle for for stuff that you don't want to do. You know. Or invest that money that they're paying you that for that job you no longer work. <laughs> yeah, certainly that that uh <clears throat> and get a second job so that you can pay them back when they catch you. Yeah, because if you're investing it, you're not living off that money. Because they will catch you at some point in time. What do you even say? (laughs) Right? Like, if they show up at your door and they're like, 
<laughs> so where have you been for the last 15 years? What What do you say? Oh, I was headed to work right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Working from home. It's a pandemic. I don't know what you're talking about. What paycheck? Right. Because like some things are so obvious that you can't, you can't be like, uh, it wasn't me. Right? <laughs> like <laughs> the shaggy defense does not work in this scenario. It obviously was not you because it was no one. Well, yeah. Hmm. Interesting people out there. Cal, what else you got? Or did we lose everyone? Oh. What was that? I did lose everyone. What? Connection was lost. We're back. How long was it gone? uh, Just for, I don't know, five seconds. That's not bad. We didn't lose the whole episode? No. Good. Unfortunately, we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately, it's not Sorry, guys. You'll have to listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's funny i still have people messaging me saying that they love what we do and that they love our format and that we're just some dudes shooting the shit Um, it's a good thing that's so i don't think we're everybody's cup of tea but uh some people love it yeah absolutely thank you to those people we find your lack of taste uh refreshing (laughs) Yes. We like being your cup of coffee. <laughs> We're like that gas station coffee. <laughs> Oof. Put up with it. America it's runs. The, it's the only thing you got. <laughs> hmm. What else we got, Cal? That's what I was asking before. Uh... Oh, that's really funny because while you were gone, I said that I <laughs> that was oh. all the topics I had. I said, yeah. Had any. I said, what else we got, Cal? Oh, everybody's gone. Lost you, lost y'all. That's all. That's all I got. Mo, you're gonna say something here in a second. Oh, one more thing yeah. I just thought of. Uh, nah, smoke man young, smoke like a sultan. Do it. Discount code. Yep. That's about it. I did smoke the pledge by E. P. Carrillo. That is a very good cigar. Yeah. Yeah. Is that over the weekend? Huh. The event? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, <clears throat> found it. And then, you know what, man? I want to try this. Obviously, I tried, you know, you want to try the number one cigar of the year, and it was good. Very good cigar. So. Nothing wrong with that. That's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. That's that. That is nice. That. Well. Next week. All right, boys. All right. See you guys. Later. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sons of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>